They're all key changes to me. Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome brand new sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 239 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Shoot an email. It may be sportspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandon. And with me, as always... An ace going for the no hitter. Most awesome. I'm dialed in. Don't talk to me. Don't, Seventh don't inning. Don't talk leave you alone. to leave you me. Alone. What is that? Is that like you're supposed to like do you high five a glove or anything? Or it's like legit, like clear out the seats, like pitcher sitting down, leave them alone. Yeah, I think that's almost that's, that almost points more of a finger on it. Like I think it's yeah. trying to yep, it's yep, like yep. you're trying to stay you cool. act like you've been there. It's not like yes. acting like you've been there before, but it's still like you don't want to bring too much weight to it. But like, yeah, it's like seeing a celebrity at the grocery store. Chill out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Grab your fucking grapes as you yeah. have to. Like, yeah. don't don't be weird. We've been in the, the grocery store grabbing. before. Yeah. Just grab yeah. it. Yeah. You're there for what I wonder, like when he sits down, like, does he really want like more attention coming to him? Like, I because there's no there has to be in sports. And I mean, that's what we do a sports podcast here. Mm-hmm. Is there more of a weight of like a no hitter? than anything else like it's even like football game like doesn't really have that there's something about like this day is today and everyone knows the pitcher's been he's been thinking about this year he's like he wants to no hitter he wants a perfect game so there's something about like oh yeah giving that, some, but it, paying, paying attention to it yeah i don't, I don't know in any other sport because it because even it's it proliferates to even like the announcers, like the announcers are like something very special is going on in Detroit today. They <laughs> right, don't even yeah, mention, yeah. like they don't even want it. They're like they no it, announcer yeah. curse whatsoever, which is wild because that has no bearing whatsoever on it. But <laughs> no, everyone no. is bought into this. There is nothing. You're right. That is such a heavy moment in sports. I mean, it's in a very like smaller, like microcosm, like a game winning field goal. Right. You know what I mean? Like sitting yeah. in there icing the kicker getting a timeout like it's it's kind of in that 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 that's like a firework as a is opposed to the the long burn of a nine inning game right yeah because the the kicker thing kind of sucks right because it's just like you're not actually like you're participating in the game but you just like you know like the pitcher gets into a rhythm or wherever mm -hmm. he's at like the kicker's just like all right we did all we could and best luck to you sir yeah please, (laughs) please don't let us down it's just like yeah the kicker has more of like a don't let us down energy yes Yes. Yeah. Cause the kicker is not really considered like as part, as much of the team as possible. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you really, if you hit the field goal, you're just doing your job. If you miss it, you're, you know, public enemy number one. And everyone's like a oh, fucking kicker. Cause they don't practice it the same way where I know baseball players like pitchers, they, they, they pitch every fifth day basically, or, you know, a lot of them are on a pitch count, but it's such like an integral. It is like such an important part of it, especially in like, even like the, in the playoffs. Right. I mean, you, you, we've seen teams just go on a tear because they've just had a pitcher who was on a heater that could just fucking, was dialed in. It's like, all right, well, you just can't beat this guy. You know what I mean? He's the one yeah. guy you got to get past. You can't get past him. Kind of same thing, similarly to a, like a, a hockey goalie in the in the playoffs. But there is nothing in sports like a no hitter, none at all. Yeah, 
it's up there. And there's nothing in podcasting like episode 239. Hey, buddy, I keep taking swings and I keep nailing it. Uh, we got a jam-packed episode for you guys. We're doing riff from the headlines. We're doing NFL football week six review. We're going to do below the fold. We're going to talk a little Ursay on Snyder. Ooh. That. We're going to hit the inbox. Do MAMA parenting tip. Uh, I'm a little uh, dad coach. A little dad coach check-in if we mm. can. Like, where you're yeah. going you guys week four? Is week five five games underneath the belt? Uh, well, we played two a Sunday, so this is actually game I think five and six coming up. Coming yeah. up, uh, and then we're gonna do a Neapolitan Neapol- showdown, saddest movie deaths as a kid. Mm. Mm. And then we're gonna finish as we always do with the MVP of the week, ladies and gentlemen. You're our power, it starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. Talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. <laughs> all right, right from the headline NFL Week Six Reactions. Some things are coming clear, bro. I want to know your take. Yes. What are we talking about this week? Uh, well, you know, I, I did want to bring this up. We didn't even do an NBA preview pod. Yeah, we that's did. how dialed in with the NFL we are. Man, okay, we can we can see it. Yeah, do we? Do we it, well, it doesn't matter now. There's two. There are already three games. <laughs> They're going. It's over. NBA season is over. It's over. It's big enough. It's They'll catch up. Are we NFL up. obsessed? Uh, how, no, how I don't NBA think so. Cut? This has been. There's been a lot of storylines. This is this is also the thing that not to feel bad because I totally missed on it. And I was like, oh, the season came up on us real quick. It's not the up. pandemic kind of like screwed everything up and turn. You know. The pandemic screwed everything sure, up for did, our yeah. podcast. Hot take, hot take. Hot take. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, really put our podcast out. Yeah, come on, guys. What's up, China? <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, like like the the weird start last year. You know, it just it was a funky season. So it really kind of like ran up on us real quick that oh, the NBA season was here. But as we've always said, like the NBA doesn't really start cooking with gas until like Christmas yeah, we'll Day. Come- like Christmas Day, I feel. That's the style of our pod. We'll get to the yeah. NBA when we need to. Like, for sure. ain't nobody sweating like a one and two Hornets team. We'll be okay. Yeah. Like, we'll, for we'll sure. Get Will I ask you, Lazan? Lamello. Lamello Ball is good. <laughs> I like how you, you merge the two That's brothers together. Lalonzo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, Vikings beat the Dolphins. This is uh, this is a light take. I. I mean, is the Dolphins or are the Vikings like one of the weaker five and one teams you remember? Yeah, they they have to be, right? Yeah, I don't... right, man. There's no, I mean, I, I know you're loving your Lions, but he's just looking mm-hmm. out coachable a lot. Like there's that win, there's a Packers win, and we'll talk about the Packers a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this win, which was which is kind of shocking to me because I thought when you started a third string quarterback that your second string quarterback's not available. <laughs> but when your third, third string quarterback goes out and then Teddy Bridgewater comes in, I'm just like, oh, he was available the entire time. <laughs> it's well, we, we're mixing it up a little bit with what's his name, Skylar Tom Thompson or Thomas or whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah. 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 And it was like, it was, and then Teddy, when he got like, he got a little injured, like Teddy Bridgewater came in. I was just like, okay, well, why don't we just start Teddy Bridgewater out of the gate? Yeah. It's weird. It, yeah. I think, you know, Mike Mc, McDaniel is under a little bit of heat there with Miami. Everything's going on with Tua, and you know, 
they came out of the gates swinging and then man the quarterback such such like an important piece it's so crazy how you're you're if you don't have a good quarterback you are fucked you just yeah because i'm looking at my list it's like of the three best like there's i was like there's only three good teams in the nfl right now <laughs> there's so much parity amongst yeah. everyone and it's it's well it's like a parody almost like a compliment of what's actually going on where it's just like well because the the scoring numbers are down that's proven like mm -hmm. the average across the league and it's just like are these defenses ramping up or is it you know these we thought this next generation of quarterbacks like not stepping up for the scoring yeah i think it's i think it's so much inconsistent quarterback play you know i mean there's times that burrow is just going to be unstoppable he's got so many tools around him same thing with Kirk Cousins and you're just like what's the story like what's really going on I know they're under pressure and I know they're getting they're getting beat up pretty good and that's obviously gonna you know that's gonna that's gonna put a damper on any sort of offensive output so it's like is our team's now just getting more creative and just rushing the passer and just you know blitzing and bringing pressure from different areas I I, I don't think so I I think that they should be able to figure it out is it there's not like enough continuity where they're not all on the same page. I mean, that's going to, you know, that's going to fuck some stuff up, you know, but you look at like a, a quarterback, like Justin Fields, it's like that guy can't even catch a break because he's yeah. not playing well, but he's also like constantly under pressure all the time. So how can, how can he play well if he's yeah. got uh, two and a half seconds to make a read and throw the ball? Yeah. If you don't give me time for like a three-step drop, like all the shit that I studied, like doesn't fucking matter. Like, right. it's just like, I don't get to try to execute on whatever a game plan was because like, I can't stay upright. Is there anybody more sackable than Kirk Cousins? Like the way he, you don't talk about he, the way mm. he turtle shells up and it's just like, please just lay me on the turf. So this could be over. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, what is it? They say, you know, like discretion is the better part of valor, right? It's like, he knows, he knows like, Hey, if I go down, this it's not good for the team. So let me just uh, hang in there and, you know, I, we're five and one. So, uh, you know, maybe he knows when to when the appropriate time to take a sack is. I he's mean, not the most physically imposing guy. That's the thing. Too. He's not like, <laughs> no. you know, he's not like a Josh Allen or he doesn't have the the skill set to get out of a sack like uh, Pat Mahomes. That's what it is. Like the, the, some quarterbacks, there's some quarterbacks when they take that step up, when the pocket's collapsing, they you're like, holy shit. Now, now this play is happening. Like, mm -hmm. it's not even really happening. They step in and just like, shit, now we're going to really see what happens. Like, Kirk Cousins just can't do that. And, and, and he'll never and, do it. Yeah, and drafting guys like Kirk Cousins or Mac Jones, like, it's going it, to – we're slowly going to see them just fade away. You have to have, like, mobility and creativity in the pocket, at least to buy yourself some time. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's a statue back there. And he's not even like the biggest guy in the world. So it's not like he, he can be like a big Ben and just kind of like shield guys away from him and just use like, you know, just subtle deft movements to get away. He's like, fuck it. I just gotta, I gotta lay down, man. It's time to take a sack. That's what it is. Like buying those extra seconds, like a big Ben would, where you're just like, holy shit. Like we might have something here. Like Kirk Cousins just doesn't have that. Like he mm -hmm. looks like, it looks like he's sacrificing like a second and a half, two seconds by being like, all right, I'm sacked this play. And it's like, yeah. man, if you just kept it alive a little bit more, that's, plenty on the vikings 49ers falcons uh this falcon seems sneaky i yeah i mean speaking of a little bit of a mobile quarterback and marcus Mariota, yeah um yeah i mean i know i know fantasy um owners of kyle pitts are in 
incredibly frustrated but i do think like arthur smith has kind of made this team a little plucky you know what i mean going up 14 early on the 49ers no one expected that you know what i mean no i must text you i was just like oh this is the time to hit the like hammer the 49ers yeah just line because you had to be like had to be like a little bit of plus money to get in there but completely wrong i I was walking around with my phone i was just like oh shit like i gotta find a way to get this bet in and glad i didn't yeah right exactly yeah i mean that's the thing is is, you know they lost cordell patterson and then they're they're making it work with huntley and the rookie like the fifth rounder algier whatever his name is i mean they don't really have you know they obviously lost ridley drake london has been pretty good as their wide receiver but they don't really have a great wide receiver crew and they're just kind of just just doing enough i mean they're kind of they're they're a little sneaky do you think that Ridley puts Falcons into parlays or you think he's like, he just completely lays off the Falcons. Like, is he betting against them? Oh, Oh, <laughs> I thought, yeah, yeah. He's definitely, yeah, he's definitely, uh, I, I mean, I don't think he, yeah, I think he it's off the board. He can't really like, those are his guys. <laughs> yeah. If no. there was a way to like bet against Roger Goodell, I think he's making that bet for mm. sure. If he's like shorting uh, th- his career, can I do that? I yeah, you can do that. Yeah, my all right. It's kind of weird. Like, do we see what's your thoughts on Ridley? Like, does he come back like in a force? Because I mean, he was a good receiver. I mean, it's easy to get like a little overshadowed in Atlanta when he was there with uh the other. Because I think what we went uh what was his name before Julio Jones? Roddy White. Yeah, Roddy White to Julio Jones to Calvin Ridley. So always like a good wide receiver presence there. And I just I wonder if he comes back in the game. Like, does he want to? play for Atlanta and do I just can't imagine a wide receiver coming back from this amount of time off and being like a threat like the real authority was there's something yeah, weird I mean, about like losing that year of football oh for sure I mean we think about it with like Michael Thomas in New Orleans right I mean missing however long I mean granted it was injury but uh, you know you're not playing football you're losing whatever that kind of like honed in you know yeah moment connection with your quarterback yeah Hazard. yeah yeah it, Did, what is Michael Thomas's deal? I don't want to like jump to the Saints already, but it's just like, is he, he, there's always something weird with him. Like, is he really injured? Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I think he was with the foot. I mean, there was definitely some questions about like what was going on, but I think like, you know, with guys like him, there's, there's a bit of like an apex for like his like peak, peak performance. And he hit that early on. And then, you know, he, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, Madden had him rated at a 99. I mean, he was like the best wide receiver yeah. for 18 months. And then it was like, all right, well, then he got injured. And then he had a little bit of a head case. And then, then he got injured again. And it's like, well, now that's just gone. Now it's like he's a middle of the road wide receiver, a possession wide receiver. And, you know, Chris Olave, he might be the guy in New Orleans. All right, Pat's Browns. <laughs> like this one, bro? I like that. Like, yeah. Like... B- Bailey Zappi. What's going on with this kid? I don't know. 309 there... yards. Is, I'm, I'm getting pissed. I'm getting pissed because I was all in on the Patriots stinking, and now I'm like, God damn, fucking figuring it out. This really annoys me. It annoys me because yeah. Joe Judge and fucking Matt Patricia are there. And I feel like I was, I was like the the transitive property of of those two coaches stinking we're going to just like just siphon enough good coaching away from belichick just to make this team shitty enough and to short them and 
fucking a little plucky. What are they? Two, three and three, three and three. Uh, yeah, five hundred. Say that. Yeah, it seems a little bit like I don't know if it's their defense that are making others team yield for them. Obviously, they like zeroed out the not bring it up again, but the Lions like the week mm-hmm. four, and there's just something about their like defense. We can run the ball. Quarterback don't make mistakes, which is a little old school, but it seems again like Belichick's vision coming to life. Yeah, and then they've got you know, not to look too far ahead, they've got the Bears on Monday night, so they're getting an extra day of studying. And then they got at the Jets, which, you know, we could, I mean, are the Jets for real? I don't know, four and, four and two, who knows? And then they got the Colts at home into the bye. It's like, are they really going to be fucking six and three heading into their bye week? You know, or or, yeah. or five and four, I mean, five and four, that, that you know, that's a, that's enough to chip away at a at a playoff spot there, or at least a, yeah, and kind of, a, kind of a team you don't want to face in the playoffs, right? Like even if they're coming to your house, it's just like it's just kind of a different style of football. Like it feels different. I know they put up some on the Browns, which isn't shocking, but mm-hmm. you know if they, if they keep this up, like if you're if you're Bengals, you know, and you have like the Patriots coming to your house, it's just like it's a bad day at the office for Joe Burrow. Yeah, you're gonna get fucking out coached because he is going to exploit that offensive line and figure out whatever it needs to take to just rattle Joe Burrow's cage. It's going to be a long day at the office. Could be a lot. Uh, Just Packers. We talked about it. Um, Packers three and three right now. They lost 27, 10, you know, the jets, how we think of them are still a little bit up in the air. Is it over for Aaron Rodgers? Oh boy. Do you hope it is? I, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch this, but, just like reviewing the stat line, it just looked a little. I mean, I just don't. You, this the the thing you got to really question is is why why move on from Devonte Adams and sign Rodgers to a long term deal if we're not going to give him any like we don't have anybody in the waiting in the wings like we thought you know Alan Lazard was going to be Lazard, the guy yeah you know what I'm saying like we thought you know Tanyan got twelve fucking targets they're tight end he's not super explosive. You know what I mean? Dobbs not getting there. You know what I mean? Rogers. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't understand what, what well, are yeah, we doing? I, yeah. I think they're averaging what, like my knee jerk and I'm going to look this up, but my knee jerk would be they're averaging like what, like one and a half touchdowns a game, one touchdown a game, like <laughs> offensively. It's just like, what is, I'd have to see like with, with just having Aaron Rodgers, like to see how that's possible to not score any of those points. Yeah. They're, 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 Points for they're twenty fourth in the league at seventeen point eight points per game. So that's a, a two tutties and a field goal. That's not you're not winning a shit ton of games in the NFL. Put up that that many points or that little points. You know what I mean? It's just uh, I mean they haven't broken they haven't broke thirty all season. Not great. Yeah, you do do that. Uh, all right, Jack Jacks Colts. I'm gonna talk about this a little bit. I really like the Jags in these games. Colts put up 34. Matt Ryan in Matt Ryan fashion, like mm-hmm. a minute left. Is there anything more guaranteed in the NFL than one minute left on the clock? Matt Ryan with football, one timeout, 50 yard line. Is he going to throw a pick or a touchdown? <laughs> right. I, there's, it's so, there's it's no so insane. There's it's no so insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just see it every time. I'm just like, yep, this is exactly where we need to be. Like he's trailing by, you know, five or whatever. It's just like, yeah, this makes total sense. Yeah. It's that one was a wild one too, because I think he set a Colts record for, they just, they're like, fuck it. 
Frank Wright was like, we're going to throw this ball as many times as we humanly can. They did not run the ball at all. And then, yeah, I mean, I think they have something with Alec Pierce. I, I think he was a pretty good wide receiver. Because I think Pittman's been out, right? Pittman was out in that game. No, he played in that game. Yeah, Pittman, yeah, he, Pittman was in that game. He missed a couple of ones. You know, I think the 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 smart thing that they could do for Matt Ryan is is just like go total West Coast, just dink and dunk all the way down the field, and then when the moment is right, like we saw at the end of the game, is is like, all right, now now go for the big play over the top. Let's go for it. We got him. We can we can beat we can beat. Uh, I think it was a rookie corner that they beat on that play. Yeah, he was getting sacked. Like legs collapsing. Like throws it up, and it looks a little like. Office pass interference. That's probably just because I bet on the Jags. So yeah, yeah. I wasn't looking at it with clear eyes. But give it them. They can go for it. Yeah. I like I like the stones on the call though. You know what I mean? Because it didn't look I remember watching and it was like there it felt like that they were playing for the field goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because it should have been. But it was like it you know it was weird. It was like just outside of field goal range, where it's just like, all right, they're probably going for it on fourth if they miss if they miss this. Connection. Yeah, it would have been a real like, long okay. field goal. Bad. Um, Bengals Saints, Bengals sitting at three and three. Do you see them in the postseason? Um, yeah, I mean, I think kind of it's kind of a log jam in the AFC, kind of at that 500, but uh, I would say yes right now, just because I think like the NFC North is gonna like they're gonna be the low, like they're gonna be the four seed coming out of the north at like. 10 and seven, you know what I mean? Cause that division is just going to beat up on each other, you know, all the way through yeah. the NFC or the AFC North. I think I said NFC, AFC North. So yeah, I think so. You freeze on me. <laughs> no, oh, no, I thought you froze. No, no, okay. no, that's it. That's all uh, I Raven, Ravens giants, uh, giants sitting at five and one. Do you believe in this giants team? I, I would have said no. Before that Ravens game, but I was man, I was really surprised that the like I I would have felt like that that was a game you would have been rushing to put money on on the Ravens on that game. I did. I was thinking about it, and and it was like I did really like the Ravens, but like I had also been you know snake bitten on that Dolphins Ravens game from week mm. two, I think it was. So there was something oh, yeah. about like this Ravens defense where I'm just like ah, uh, like they can kind of give some points, and they did. They gave up 14 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, I think that's you know back-to-back weeks where the Giants are scoring double digits in the fourth. They did it to the Packers. Uh, they, they kind of made that come back. So it's just, it's, I don't look at the Giants on paper. Here's what it is. Like, look at all these teams on paper. It's just like, I don't fear this team. But mm-hmm. to your point earlier, it's just like, all right, well, what other team do I actually fear? Like, can right. the Giants beat the, you know, Vikings? Absolutely. Like, can they be the Bucks For sure. Can they be the Packers? Done it. Like, so it was just like, I don't, you know, it becomes like you start looking at the postseason as like, can this team string three wins together? And I don't know, like the Giants, their record deserve respect. I mean, but also like you, you look at like a Eagles team, you're just like, oh, that's a, that looks like they're playing a different sport. Like that is, yeah, a, yeah. we'll spoke you. So it's just like, yeah, I'll take you seriously enough and you'll be in the postseason. But it's just like, can we all, can we already get to the, Eagles in the Super Bowl and the Bills versus the Chiefs in the AFC. Let's just fast forward there. Right, that, right. That's where we're going. Yeah, that those are my three teams too. When I said the top, I was like, those are the three best teams. Everything else is just like we're just yeah, these fighting are football games. For, yeah, yeah. 
so the the Giants that you mentioned, like weakest five and one team, I think it actually might be the Giants Vikes. Yeah. Who do you? Who, I, I I think I like the Vikes a little more than the Giants in this. A little bit because I mean the Vikings look like they have. Uh, the Giants just don't have a lot of weapons. I mean, there's yes. Saquon Barkley, and they can control the game. And again, like we said, like two uh, fourth quarter great appearances. But it's just like, you know, they don't really have receiver. And it's, the the Vikings' offensive weapons are insane, but still, like they're not using them. Like here's what I need from the Vikings: I need like a, I need a forty-two to like twenty-eight game. I just need right. the Vikings to go off and keep it up. And they don't like in so many of these games, they'll just sprint to a fast lead and they did it against the bears. Like they'll just get up. They'll be up 21, three, and then almost give it away. And like the dolphins playing a third and second string quarterback, like for the dolphins still being that game, it's just like, all right, how serious am I supposed to take you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so, yeah, it is crazy that they're like, you would feel like that this Vikings team should be putting up, you know, like 35 points. Like we should, we should be in the conversation. The Vikings should be in the conversation on that, like chiefs bills level. We're talking about with the weapons they have, and they just, they can't make it work. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's scheming. I really don't. And I watch, and it's just like, when they have their foot on the gas, like it looks correct. And you're just like, yep, this is great. And it's just, it's a team that can't constantly keep their foot on the gas. And it's just like, I, I want to see you guys go, 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 go. And they go, go, go a little bit. And then it's just like, all right, now we're playing not to lose. And it's like, what are you talking about playing not to lose? Like, yeah, you keep came fucking out of the slinging it, dude. Go, yeah. go, yeah. go. Yeah. It's also with like having this, you know, this new coach, this offensive coordinator from the Rams. It's just like, they're, they weren't the Rams of this year. You know, they're Rams that, actually put up some fucking points and it's just like that's not there like you just don't feel it i don't know what it is what is it yeah i think it's i do think it's i think it's i think it's coaching i think you start to you know we've seen it with like some of these other guys like staley and in for the chargers or hackett in in denver and it's like you start to really overthink stuff you start to get you know too cute and i wonder with you know the vikings like if we're starting to white knuckle those moments when we're in the lead and it's like, yeah, I really don't want to, I don't want to give this up. I don't want to make a mistake. So let's just be conservative and throttle down. Meanwhile, it's like, you know, Kevin O'Connell, you're not going to fucking, you're not going to win in this league kind of just middling everything. You got to be aggressive at the right times. You got to be aggressive, but you got to trust. Like we've got fucking Dalvin cook. We have, Justin Jefferson. We have Thielen, who's a professional wide receiver, who's a good wide receiver. We even have Irv Smith. We got some tools, like figure out like what's working and just lean on it. Keep leaning on it until they stop it. If they can't, then fucking you know, go to the, your next weapon. You gotta have like seven or eight plays that you're like, I know, or you know, situations I'm, I can get anything that I want in this situation. You know, yeah, they keep going. Uh, Buck Steelers, something that might have gotten the play away from him. Tom Brady, like, Oof. is this over? It's funny, like, you and I talked a little bit, maybe it was on the pod, but it was just like, is there any way like Tom Brady retires? It was on the pod. We don't have any other conversations not on the pod. Yeah, let's not get no call me. <laughs> I'll share my phone number off pod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, is, is this the demise that we saw like coming for Tom Brady? To kind of hear yeah i mean you know when we saw kind of them bummer. kind of it's a bummer it is a bummer and this is what happens with all of our heroes no one can john elway out and just go like you know 
riding out on on the fucking you know the steed the white horse just winning it all um this is what happens when super competitive guys are like i don't want to give it up um but is it, is it what i just saw your it, roommate <laughs> <laughs> but, it he looked, but it's so funny sorry i don't know it is but <laughs> no, he was good. like no, in no. the in the pantry yeah. and then he like pulled a roll a single roll of toilet paper up and then like looked at the thing it was just kind of like up oh, guess we know what you're doing bud we'll have to edit that out no <laughs> it's only on video i haven't posted here. these videos but anyways uh, what were we saying tom brady yeah speaking tom of done. taking a dump um <laughs> So, yeah, it's just it's you know it's just it sucks because this is what we saw in that Rams um, playoff game, right? Where it's like, oh, he's dead, sick of forking him, and then he rallied yeah. back. He had the blood, bloody nose or whatever. Yeah, yeah, made him taste his own blood. And he got a little pissed. He got a little fired up, and that you know that was like, all right, he's conjuring whatever we remember Tom Brady in that moment to kind of rally them back, but that's in that in, in a single moment and kind of like the second half you can do that for you know 30 minutes 30 football minutes right but like uh, over the course of a 17 game season where you missed a bunch of time in in the in the off season and some of the weapons are a little different than before you know we get a little coaching shake up at, at the top even though bulls was there as a defensive coordinator <sighs> the continuity just isn't there and we're starting to see him you know the the media is like all over him with this Giselle. Well, thing. Yeah, so like, did, yeah. The media, and also, do you subscribe to the like the going to Rubbercraft's wedding, like not doing the walkthrough and shit? Like, do you think it's just like he's a his commitment level is different, or is it just like are we making a bigger deal of this? He, I said that's that's not that's not that's not phrase how I wanted to because I don't I don't think Tom Brady's commitment level is ever different, but is it like? And it's not football second, but is he playing too fast and loose with his own thought of what his ability is? Like, I'll go there and figure it out. Like, do, yeah, do they win the Steelers game if he does a walkthrough on Saturday? I mean, geez, you would you would hope like it wouldn't come down to that. Yeah. But is it one of those things where it just sends a weird tone of like yeah, that's check out more. check outness, check it outness yeah. if, if if whatever it is, it's like, oh dude, like you're too good to come, you know. I don't know. It's one of those things like, well, he's, he's and he is earned too good. It. He is too good to come. He is good. Yes, <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's totally earned it, but it's a weird thing. Also, too, Robert Kraft, what the fuck are you doing scheduling a fucking wedding? That is kind of really bizarre. That's weird, dude. What are you doing? You own an NFL franchise and you're like, no, no, no. Come to this big party the night before everyone's supposed to play a game. <laughs> the fuck? It's weird. It's a lot. All right. Um, Panthers, Rams. That's about as much as tension we're gonna get. Yeah. At. Pass, pass. <laughs> I just gonna bring up games like pass. Cardinal Seahawks. Pass. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm so I'm I'm glad we're again right. Crans cripple cropper. The Kyler yeah. Murray show. We get to see. Yes, a it's hard because we're recording now after that Thursday night game. Yeah, Let, yeah. Let's talk about a little bit of Thursday night game. So we'll do a little mm. week seven, like a taste of week yeah, seven. A little, we did see moose bouche of week seven. Yeah. So we saw the uh, we saw we saw the Cardinals play those two pick sixes in the second quarter. Like Cardinals are acting like they're back, and it's just like they're not. Nah. Like that. Like without those, like they almost still lost. It's a running team. 
what like Kyler Murray going off on the sidelines? Like, what's the? Is he trying to embarrass his coach? Yeah, it's, he knows it's a, he knows fucking cameras are on him, especially in that moment. And it's not like it's a it's that's a singular moment. Like, there's a yeah. couple other. I saw some some you know edits of uh, him getting fucking real fired up on the sideline, and it's a little bit of like it's it's a little yeah. I mean, it's like it's entitlement. Yeah, like little, little, yeah, little showcase, but also just a little entitlement. But also, you haven't really done anything, dude. You, you, yeah, you had a, you had a hot run last season and then fell off, and then now you signed a big deal in you one got... of the most embarrassing playoff losses in yes. the record <laughs> right. books in like the last season. like a really yeah. not good show up. Yeah, you you signed a big fucking long term contract, so yes, you've got that. You got paid. You get you establish yourself as one of like. The, the the more talented quarterbacks in the league and then it's just like you're just you're acting and it's like i'm fucking over everyone's i'm too good for this team you guys all need to come up to my level and it's like i don't know if in this day and age of of being a leader and being like a quarterback for an nfl team like you can get away with that stuff you can act like that when especially now when the the level of scrutiny for everything is I mean, shit we're just talking about uh, Tom Brady missing, you know, a walkthrough as like, oh, did that ruin the game? And yeah. you know, now he's Kyler Murray is showing up and screaming and yelling at his coach to calm the fuck down and continue. It wasn't like it just that he got it off his chest. Like he continued to go at it so much so where DeAndre Hopkins had to like fucking wrap his arm around him and be like, all right, man, we're good. Wait, did, did, I mean, did you dig in? Like, I, I mean, I saw the sideline thing they were talking about on Thursday night. Like, is it? I, I want to play the devil's advocate a little bit. Like. Is Kyler Murray right? Like, are the plays not coming in on time? Like, is there actual, like, breakdown in the structure and the function of, like, shit coming in from the sidelines? Yeah, I mean, that I don't know. I mean, I didn't – I don't know. I mean, it, it could be. I mean, if you're if – Because he, constantly... he could be He could be right. Yeah, if he's just always – and it's just like – if he's like, give me the fucking plays, guys. You have to give me the fucking plays. If they're, like, kind of sitting on their hands or they're not, like – if they don't have a system internally set up to, like – like efficiently get him the plays. He's, he's going to be like, what the fuck? Like, cause it kind of goes back to that thing we're talking about, right. Where it's just like uh, the beginning of the year with the preseason game where he let Kyle Murray, like the offensive coordinator, call the plays. Yeah. Him, yeah. Yeah. To show him it's not that easy, but it's still like that kind of resonates with something. It's just like, yeah, we get, it's not that easy, but like, does Kyle Murray have a valid complaint? And is it, is it, is it the could issue? Be there. that could be it. Yeah, it could be for sure. Is the issue that he's not getting the plays on time or is it the issue that he did not like the plays that were coming in? I mean, I, that, that, I don't know. My instincts are, you can audible out of that. stuff. I, I imagine like you have yes. like a couple audibles and maybe still you're just like, well, let me set up the best way to success from what you guys see up there. But the, to, I, I don't know. Like I, it's still interesting to me because I automatically want to shit on Kyler, but I'm kind of looking at it. just like, what is, so it, let, what is he yelling really... about? Well, what, why, if you're, if you're getting pissed because you're not getting the plays in, yeah, why are you yelling at them to calm the fuck down multiple times? Yeah. It okay, feels yeah. to me like they're pissed at him and he, God, that's either, a great point. Yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. the only thing that I like. I'm just understanding. Like, I, like if I'm pissed and like, and I'm yelling at them to be like, you know, like, it, I'd be like, what are you fucking doing? What's the fucking hold up? You know what I mean? I'd be like, we're here. We're ready. Like, let's go. But if I'm yelling at you to like calm to fuck down, it's like, you're probably, he's, he's, he's seeing some choices. sort of aggression from them maybe because 
he wasn't moving fast enough. They're like, you got to go, dude. You know, because they got the mics in there and they're telling him like, yeah, hurry the fuck up. You got to go, dude. You can't fucking screw around because you're only going to have four seconds to read the defense. And then they're like, fucking time out. What the fuck? You know, come on. Yeah. And then he's telling them, you know, well, you, I'm not doing it right. Fuck you guys. That's how I got That's that. What it is. You're right. Yeah, I, I yeah. kind of I overlooked. I glossed over the the calm the fuck down. You're absolutely right. Like, that's a reaction thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, this is a running team, as you said. And then getting, you know, getting two fucking, you know, uh, pick sixes just on just back-to-back. Yeah, that's uh, insane. I mean, that, that won you a football game. Like, don't yeah. act like you're that one you a football game. You said, you said on the text thread, this is their first home win in nine games? Yeah. Yeah. What? The, I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing, Kyler Murray? You can't act like that. You can't berate and stomp around and act like you're better than everyone when you put up, was it one touchdown? Did he even have a touchdown? I don't think he did. Um, He did not have a passing touchdown. (laughs) No, he did. I take that back. I lied. I'm sorry, folks. (laughs) I got it wrong. He had one passing touchdown to Greg Dorch. Oh, yeah. Well, we knew that was going to happen. The old Murray-Dorch connection. Like that's this is true. Right. Time, the, yeah, the Dorch. Yeah, the you got in the third quarter when you were up 28-17. We got gifted two fucking TDs. All right, the games right. that should be another league, Bills and Chiefs. This is good. Great game. Very good game. Great game. Yeah. Very what did you game. take out of that? Who's your favorite team in the AFC? I, I mean, the Bills won. I still think it's the Bills. You know what I mean? Like they looked pretty unstoppable at times. And I think that they can they could kind of do whatever they wanted. I can't even tell that. Yeah. I can't even tell if like the camera's closer, like there's something about Josh Allen, like maybe those, uh, those, it wasn't a Sunday night game, but it felt like it, but it's like mm-hmm. when the camera's getting like a little closer, it just feels like Josh Allen, like, you know, he's leaping over things. Like he's hard to tackle. It, it just seems like, an insane weapon back there where it's just like they can march down the field like the chiefs used to. And there's something about the chiefs right now that it's not guaranteed. And we saw that with the INT and I don't want to like put too much on the INT because it was, you know, like everyone said, it was two great teams playing, but it was like something about like, I don't know. The chiefs used to just be like flip a switch. And it's like, yep, this is happening. And it's not quite there for the chiefs. Mm, Interesting. Hot take. Hot take for the Chiefs. And, and yeah, the Bills, I, the Bills are there. Like, do like uh I yeah, one person put it on our thread. It was just like, yeah, you give the Chiefs four downs, like there's nothing you can do. And there's some things you can do, and they figure it out. But I feel like you give the Bills four downs, like I don't, it's I mean, put six on the board. Yeah, I mean, just with I mean, Josh Allen's like playmaking, not passing the ball. I mean, he's got a fucking rocket arm. I do, I will, and I'll stick to it. He needs to fight. He, he takes a lot of hits. Like he does. He needs yeah. To, he, he needs He's a to little prideful about it. He's a little like, I dare you to attack on me and dares are being accepted. Yeah. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's taking a couple pops here and there, but then he's also like, he's also going to, like you said, he's going to break away from somebody leap over a DB and, you know, pick up a first. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, I just think like they've got enough with the Singletary and, you know, Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs, like they got some speedy other wide receivers too. That Shakir kid, McKenzie, like they've got some, they've got some tools. And then we saw like the thing that separates for me, the chiefs and the bills right now is like 
the play of Vaughn Miller. Like the, we're talking about pitchers at the top of um, the show. Like Vaughn Miller has been on a pitch count basically for like pass rushing, and he like his snap count's been really really low except for important games like this one. So they're gonna keep Vaughn Miller. I think Vaughn Miller like historically this season has been playing about like half the the snaps defensively. And most of them have just been like pass rushing situations. This game that he played against the the Chiefs, he played like 75, almost 80% of the snaps. So it was like, we're going to just, we're going to, we have this disruptor and we're just going to let him lose. And he, he fucking, he was a big difference maker on the other side of the ball, like stopping the Chiefs. It, the, the, some of the most impactful moments in that game were Von Miller involved. Yeah, he's there. It's just, it'd be fun to see these teams, you know, back in that AFC championship. And it really just does feel like the momentum is in favor of the Bills. Like, yeah. especially like you and I are talking in a league right now that is just, it's very pro, like someone take it. Who wants Who wants to sleep? Who wants it? No yeah. one in the NFC. I mean, we're still <laughs> not taking the, and we're not going to spend a lot of time with the Eagles at all, but it's just like, who wants to leave? And it's just like, it seems so stacked on the AFC, AFC side. And it does seem like one time when the Bills are just really, and they're together. It's a fun team to watch. Yeah, super fun team to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting here. I, I, I do hope that we get another, like, let's get, like, let's get the rubber match game. Like, we had the AFC playoff game, then this game here. Yeah, let's get another one of the playoffs. I want to see this best of three. You know, what I, I mean? think We're so. Out. Also, yeah, because it's going to be like you know, there's going to be some AFC round one games that are going to be better than like the NFC divisional games, <laughs> like or maybe better than the NFC championship. Like, yeah, are you watch like are you like do you want to watch like Bills hosting, you know, like the Chargers, or do you like want to watch? Like the Eagles versus the Bucks, you know, like one of those NFC Championship games. One of those are just like first week of the playoffs, <laughs> right? Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like those are going to be issues that's so stacked. Okay, uh, below the fold, let's go for it. Let's do it. Below, dude. below the fold. Flip the page. All right. Um, Ursay on Snyder. Ursay coming out. Um, Jim Ursay, owner of the Colts, coming out and. Sh- like uh, shoot a shot a little bit on the fact that they need to like oust basically Dan Snyder. Uh, were these warranted and how I, they were warranted, but how like much from the hip was he just shooting? Like, is he, like, is he leveraging something or is he just running his mouth? I mean, I think he, it, it's interesting. It's like, are we both afraid? Cause we might get sued. We might. <laughs> yeah. You and I, like there's some very litigious owners in there. This podcast <laughs> yeah, can't absolutely. afford yeah. it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was shoot from the hip. I think it's I think it's a little I think it's a play more is so it, is it, yeah, is it is it crafty or was he just like being loose lipped? I, I think it's I think it's I don't know if it's crafty. I think it's him trying to be crafty and trying to like uh pull some power or because you know jim i don't know how much really jim ursay like within yeah it's so interesting that the power dynamic of like 30 billionaires you know or yeah or 32 billionaires in a room just sitting there all like 
swinging their dicks trying to find out who's like the fucking top dog in that that's a really interesting yeah. thing so i do feel like and jim Irsay is like a little like particularly cavalier i think predominantly unlike some of these other owners i think the Ursays are really just like their money is really just in the Colts. Like, I don't think that they have too much outside of the Colts, but like, uh, I could be wrong. Drink everybody. But like, it's, it's definitely one of those things where it's like Jim Ursay is trying to like curry some, some clout a little bit in this. Cause everyone knows well, like, like uh, for publicity, like he wants to look like he wants to do the right thing or is... I think he wants to get a little momentum and, 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 and if he can get public consensus to the other owners to sit there and say like, see the public is pining for this let me be the one to lead the charge and then i have like i have this i have this thing under my belt if you will this this position yeah. that i kind yeah, of saw AK, through so you're saying it will go back on him that he looked like he was like the, the one guy that, that got stood it up was like let's do this right yeah and and the and the guy that 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 put all the pieces together to get the the, the deal done you know yeah. what i mean and i started with me saying something and standing up and then I took it to all the other owners and say, look at this. Like everyone wants this. You got to be on board. Then I get one other owner. And then the moment. Yeah, well, so it takes the remind the listeners. It takes two thirds, right? It takes two thirds of the votes to. Yes. Of the owners to, to remove the, the franchise from, I mean, obviously he, he, he would still sell the team and, and make a, billion right yeah, plus yeah. you know multiple yeah, billions someone, of dollars that's someone handed over there right it's not eminent domain sure. it's not like you're coming <laughs> and just taking it from them but yeah i mean yeah it's it's a two-thirds vote and and that's the thing is is I, it's funny i read an athletic article that talked about like power within the league and they they were talking about some of the most powerful owners and the majority of and this is interviewed by the agents and a majority of the agents came back the highest number consensus was Jerry Jones, that he's still the, like, he is the top dog in there. Craft is up there, but Jerry Jones is the guy. What what, I, what makes him powerful? Just like, just. Just like, his just, ability to kind of he, like rain make with, with TV yeah. deals and put pieces together and, he, you know, Jerry world and all that stuff. Like, yeah, they're, you know, re- regardless of their record, they are a central well, figure. Yeah, he made, I mean, he made, yeah, he made Cowboys like America's team. Yeah, like, no exactly. Did a vote. <laughs> right. so yeah, right. like America's he team, just took it right. So a lot of owners look at that and they're like, "All right, this guy knows what he's doing in 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 our circle." Um, crafts up there, and I think Ursay looks at that as you know, a team that was inherited from his dad that was moved that took the the Baltimore Colts, a, a historic team, and moved them, picked them up in the middle of the night, and moved them into Indianapolis. It's kind Literally of weathered the, the storm. Yeah, yeah whether the storm and then now is 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 kind of a you know longer term owner in this and i think it's i think it's a play just to 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 gain more power within the nfl owner circle well, I, I that's mean, what i put, think like I, it's it's funny like we only hear and i want you to go but we only hear from like three or four owners like if you had me list owners like i mean i would do ursay snyder obviously i would do Jerry right. jones but it's just like you know it's like who owns the ravens like I don't who is the Vi- Ziggy Wolf, I guess it was if I could, but it's like who wins yeah. the Lions? Like I just I yeah, kind of Martha like, Ford. Yeah. I, but I only know that because they're my team. Yeah, I know it is one of those things. Like they definitely definitely keep a like lower profile. Um Mike Brown owns the Browns, but that's another generational league. But he's kind of like a you know, soft is the is the the Ravens. Oh, who's that guy? Steve Bonacat and Steve. Well, oh, how did this happen? I mean, the Ravens are the Browns, and the Browns an expansion team. 
So does yeah, <laughs> the original. Oh no, Mike Brown the... owns the Bengals. I take that back. Okay. But, the original, yeah. Yeah. The yeah that was a weird them. thing. That was also a weird time in that <laughs> in that in that thing. Steve Biscotti, I think, owns the Ravens. But yeah, I mean, uh, what's his name? Jed. Greg Rosenberg, Rosen. Oh, this is Rosenkranzel. Is it Rosenkristel? Krassel? Do they own um, it? Yeah, but it's one of those things. Stan Kroenke. Yeah, the whole thing. Dean Spanos. All right, enough with owners. I'm just okay, that's naming that's names. Enough. I got you down there. My bad, bro. My bad. That's on me. I'm just. I'm just trying. Now I'm fucking. Did Ursa, like... Did Did Ursay shoot his? Oh, this isn't. I have. I have a. Does M? Does M? A have it? That's coming up in the inbox. So don't, oh, don't you worry. Okay. Oh, right. Oh, perfect. Right. Yeah. Never mind. All right. We'll get my. I don't want to shoot my wad here. Uh, let's keep it. <laughs> exercise too early. But is there like? I just wonder if like, Irsay is trying to like get favor of the league, or if he's actually getting momentum. Does he want to appear to the public like he's making something happen that he can't make happen, or is he really like trying to get momentum for like this ousting? I think he would. I think, I think it's, I think it's, there's no downside for him saying this because if it never happens, he can just sit there and say like, you know, I wanted it, but no, I couldn't get any other owners. And then if he does, if it does happen, (laughs) he can sit there and be like, see, it took me to stand up there. I do love, it's it's the only guy that has, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's like the only dude that's like, like, all this shit is outed, so he's like, "Fuck it, I ain't got nothing to lose." <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah you guys yeah. know all my fucking drinking history. You know all my shit, like that, that. Because because Dan Snyder's threat was just like, "Yeah, I have something on everybody," and Ursay's just like, "Everybody knows my everything, <laughs> so like I can shoot my shot." That's a beautiful thing, yeah. Because that's what I was gonna bring out. I do love the fact that like I really want the like I really want Snyder Snyder on his way out to just fucking nuke everybody. Oh, oh you would, What oh, a fucking god, yeah. What a thing I mean, we we think that I kind of surprised that Gruden hasn't done it, and I think maybe Gruden, based on his lawsuit, wants to get. But all those owners, coaches, relationship, like they know all the shit, and the fact that like Gruden got, and because because the whispers are right, this like digging in this email, like Gruden's thing was just like, dude, why are we only talking my emails? Like there's so like there's so many other like CCs and reply alls on these emails. Like, why am I the only one to get it done? And he's been kind of, you know, hasn't went nuclear about it. It'll be interesting to see if that ever happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure Snyder's like coming through those. I'm sure that's a lot of his. He's like, exhibit oh A. Oh, his look oh at my this. god. Him just being like, Ooh, what what did I how many drinks did I have? How many scotches? I said that email. I said this email. Right. I said that email. A, Ziggy, um, Ziggy Wilf's like, send a ten of these <laughs> to your friends and win a million dollars. Ziggy Wilf, such a sweetheart. Okay, let's get to the inbox. Uh, best of three. Would the Super Bowl be better if it was a best of three? Emailer of the pod, Binger, wants to know. No, I like the finality of it. Uh, you know what I mean? Okay. First off, it yeah. would be insane. What? Be- yeah, how do you schedule that? Is this taking three weeks now? Yeah, it'd be a crazy three week Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, huh. I think, I think, I think football figures it out. We don't need like a best of series. Football figures it out by and we large. Always, we always talk about this. Like, what's the sport? But football is the one, football is the sport that figures out the worst. It's like that Giants team, like both those Giants Super Bowls. That was not the oh, best team in football. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I take that back. I'm in my statement. <laughs> I got Ursaid up for a second and I fucking 
Yes, some mercy. I just pops. started talking just, shit, <laughs> shooting shots. Uh yeah, you can because it's I. It would be better, but there's no way to do it. And also, like I don't know, this kind of makes football football. Like you're just yeah. like you know, you get to see. I think what they should bring is I think the, I like the addition of the playoff team. Because uh, I'm always pro football, but I still think that that division two winner needs a buy. Because now there's like nothing. There was something sexy about the race to get like di- like a division one, division two winner. Because you get that mm-hmm. like you get the first week buy, and all that that's gone. Like that's kind of shitty. So we just it's make eight shitty. teams now. Just eight team, eight playoff teams. One and two get a buy, and then three oh, yeah, through three through eight battle it out. I think that's better than add another week. Like week 17 was such a weird, I don't know. Like, obviously we're not in the room, but like, I don't know what the negotiations were, but it seemed like the players lost on fucking everything. Yes. Like they, they did this just to, like the Thursday night game still exists, which you and I are both out on like begrudgingly against ourselves. We're just like, it ain't good football. It's not right. for the players. Like we want players to be excited to play the game too. Like we yeah, don't yeah. want like guys are just like, Oh yeah. Week five. Like, Oh, we got to play as a Thursday, Thursday game. This sucks. Like, I don't want that. Like, I want that for oh, the yeah. fucking athletes. Like, that's yeah. a tough hang. Um, all right. MVRBs. Here you go. This is does MA have it. All right. Since 2000 season, there have been four running backs. Since the 2000 season, there have been four running backs that have won the league MVP. Can most awesome name three? Since 2000, there have been four running backs. I'm kind of one. Now, now I'm doing this. I'm I realize I'm kind of bad at the host because I should have <laughs> I should have checked this out. I'm gonna assume the emailer did the homework because he did give me the list. I should double check. Okay. That. Well, I think that I, yeah, I think that could I think that would make sense. Two thousand. I'm trying to think of all the in the last 22 years. Yeah, you should get you should get this. There's uh, one eight, of that. Go ahead. Adrian Peterson. Yep. Yep. Okay. All day purple. All day purple Jesus. Don't stall. <laughs> Don't stall. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like a great seasons in that. that would have well, been I'm still giving you teams, but I feel like it's going to give it away. But let me know if you want to. You want me to give you one team? Well, let me just start. And, I would just say because I was thinking like Chris Johnson, but he that wasn't he wasn't one enough yeah, to do it, have, right? Um, but Mar- not Marshall Falk was Marshall Falk in here. Marshall Falk, yeah, Marshall Falk, yeah, two thousand, the first one. Yeah, yep, Falk. you got two, buddy. Okay. Got two. Right. Two there more to go. go. And then um, Falk. I'm gonna kick myself on one of these for sure. Um. All right, give me the give me the team of one of them. All right, um, I will give you. I'll start from earliest to latest. Uh, these are back to back, though. Um, I'll give you the Chargers. Oh, Ladinian Tomlinson. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Tomlinson. And I'll give you the Seahawks. Oh, Sean Alexander. Yep, you got it, buddy. Uh, double bonus question. Can you name a wide receiver that's won an MVP? 
since 2000? It's, tri- it's a trick question. I'm not going to let you embarrass yourself. Nice yes. try, emailer. I'm not going to make it's a zero, my right? Yeah. Yeah, it's zero. No one. Yeah. If we're going to give one, we're going to give it to Cooper Cup last year. It was when last year's MVP was Aaron Rodgers lying about his vaccination status. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we can't get it to Cooper Cup that year, like, it ain't ever going to wide receiver. Well, now it's never going to be. This is the thing. This is like the. Heisman Trophy, right? The Heisman Trophy trophy was like running backs, running backs, running backs. Then it's fucking quarterbacks. And it's all going to be quarterbacks from here on out. This is the same thing with NFL MVPs. We're not going to see another. We're not going to see another like. We're just going to see quarterbacks from here on out. Uh, You know what I mean? Is it ever? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to see Cooper Cup. This is a bummer. Be interesting. Um, All right. It may, it may parent it, bring us to the jam. What are you learning? It's your first year as a coach? First year as a coach, third grade basketball. What am I learning? Uh, I'm learning patience, right? Because you, like, you have your, your daughters on the team. Yes, my daughter. Yeah, Kamishat's on the team. Um, Kamishat tries her best. She really doesn't know how to play the game. That's the thing. Is just like it, it with this at this little level. It's kind of like we're getting dusted. We're getting smoked pretty good. But all That's the girls happening? like what's that? It's still happening. I remember you talking yeah. about like the first week. That's still going. Yeah, we got smoked like forty-four <laughs> to ten. Like we just got crushed this one game. But we have such like a low level of like understanding of the game. I, I do kind of question how they put these teams together, but that's not that's neither here nor there. So like what I realized is we're not good, and I could see like I could see the girls on the team fucking. They're getting a little bummed out. You could see it on their faces. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're going to get fucking creamed. Even though that's like really not what this league should be about. It definitely has. Like, Wait, is, the there, is, there a sc- is there a score? Oh, yeah. There's score. We have lineups. Okay. We have score cards that we have to turn in. Like, okay. it's definitely like the, the varsity coach at the, the high school is running it. And it's definitely like they call it like an AAU league. But it's basically like for third and fourth graders and just like. It, it it piggybacked off of like a camp that, that they did afterwards. Like, Hey, if you want to participate in the the league that comes up, you know, it's however many weeks and, and then a playoff game. So it's like, it's official, but I was like, all right, at third and fourth grade levels, like they're all kind of like just figuring out the game. No, I mean, some of these parents are like really getting their kids like invested in playing basketball. Like there's a guy that's like soliciting, like, special coaching at this age and it's like wow i don't know man it just feels it just feels well, like, like a, cause you're because you're you're a man of integrity so is there like something about just like is it bumping you like is it rubbing you wrong or like we are the kids having fun or is like part of you just like like everybody relax yeah oh there there's definitely like a a, a, a relaxing thing like I remember i was i got like miffed because I was, we were doing the late, I don't know. Did I tell you this story? Well, cause I know, I, no, I don't think so. You want to give them a pod. You can't cause you also don't pull any punches. Like I can imagine like a dad just kind of like on the stands, like, like barking in your ear. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thankfully, like... thankfully we've had none of that. Thankfully, thankfully we've had none of that. And I've tried to remain like super positive, but I, I did have an interaction with one co- with a varsity coach when we were 
doing the like high five line and we were end like walking game, in the game end of the game line. end of the game yeah. high five line and it like makes sense like we're all right-handed pretty much so i line up on the left or your your right hand side we all kind of go that way and she like barked at me she's like you're supposed to go over there and i was like the fuck we're doing high five line like what are you talking about sorry I gotta, it, it didn't even make sense and it, it was one of those things where she was like she definitely seemed miffed because they only beat us 14 to 12 it was a very close game and it was just <laughs> yeah. like I got I got a little heated, not heated, but I got a little like, all right, like, yeah. what what do like what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like you're you're, yeah. you're directing me on the the fucking high five line. There's no right or wrong way to do this. Yeah, don't tell me there's a right or wrong. We're just high fiving. This is not about yeah. pointing me the the proper way or whatever you. However, would the varsity kids do it? Doesn't matter. Fucking figure it out on the fly. So that was that. So yes, yeah, so to answer your question, there is a like a, a level of intensity that I was not anticipating coming up. I would say as a parent, it made me feel guilty as, as a guy who loves sports and basketball and football and all that stuff for not like involving them sooner in sports and like really getting that kind of like that muscle going. Oh, earlier. you feel like everybody has the jump? Yeah, like, I, I felt like, like these... I felt like I do. Yeah, I felt like. I, well, but you I felt... don't be yourself because you did it right. You were just like, because your thing that you always coached on i mean no pun intended but it was just like i want them to find their interest yes and so to not like you know shove a basketball in the hands when they're like six and be like let's start working on our fucking layup drills yeah like, yeah exactly <laughs> like, for sure we can run it but yeah it's it's i have to imagine that's super like like frustrating or just be like like unfair like and it's just like hey like these other parents were like didn't give the kids a choice. They were just like, you're playing basketball at this age and dad does. And like yeah. for you to go through the journey of just like, I want to coach think it's fun and let them naturally find it. And cause I know you've always talked about that. Like what they want. It's just, yes, yeah, it's a tough hang. Cause I'm sure they're wondering like, you know, Oh, can I be better at this? It's like, yeah, it's, absolutely. You can. It's going to take time. And so I can right. see like how it's like, it's, it's both spoons. Right. Cause it's just like, it's a spoon of poison a spoon of like, sure. Cause it's just like, you did it right. But also like, these kids are advanced. It was just like, yeah, well, I, they started earlier. Yes. And, because and, I and, wanted you to find it. And eighth and third graders, eight year olds don't have the nuance to understand. It's like, well, guess what? If you just like practice for three yeah. months dribbling, you'd be as good of a dribble as, as that kid. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but they don't see it that way. And, and I appreciate you saying that. That's, that's nice of you to say, cause it does, I it doesn't even pod. like I mean go back listen to yeah. episode like 10 three years ago like I mean <laughs> right, right. Was, yeah please do was... audience <laughs> please uh please. we need the numbers um <laughs> but but yeah but it is one of those things you start to feel it but anyways after you get past that right you start to realize like with our team in particular like we definitely have some kids that like don't know really how to play basketball like they're, they're definitely not stoked I don't know stoked is not the right word but they're kind of like we're doing this because some of them are like we do we're doing this because our dad put us in this or our mom signed us up for this like yeah that that's kind of the vibe we're getting so it was like we gotta make this fun if any of these kids my daughter included you know because we got the like packet of like drills to do with kids right for the coaches meeting and like the the motion offense that we're supposed to run we don't really know like not to be whatever like my daughter doesn't is still struggling at this moment in time of like what to do on defense and then when we get the ball what are we supposed to do again once we have the ball like that's the yeah. level where we're at. So trying to sit there and like run a fucking motion offense where it's like, 
pass and and move and pass and move and you know what I mean? It's like we're not there. So um what I started to feel was is I had a two weekend two weeks ago our practices are on Thursday. We have two hour practices on Thursday, which is fine because it's it's more about just exercising, getting the kids out there and running around. But I was like, what's a surefire way to like make everybody hate this is no one touches the ball. And everyone is supposed to like run to a spot and learn about like, I don't know what's going on. So I just did a very basic like Google search. I was like fun. I started as like fun basketball drills for eight-year-old girls. And that was it. And I was like, all right, I don't care what the fucking binder says. I don't care what we should be working on with motion offense. I got to figure out a way with our other coaches is like, what is what's going to be the most fun way that they can learn practice dribbling, but also like have fun doing it. So we have like, that's when I texted you that picture of like all the different drills that we had. It was like, you know, like, all right. So um, like, all right. So one of them's called that they really like is called builders and bulldozers, right? Where it's like, you split them up half and half. You put one on the sideline, one team on the one sideline, you put the other team on the other sideline. And let's say if they're, it's five and five, you take 10 cones total and you knock five of them over and you leave five of them standing up. Every kid has a basketball and the builders are supposed to dribble and pick up and right side up the cones that are knocked over. The bulldozers are supposed to knock them over at the end of like 45 seconds to a minute. Whoever's got the most either right side up or knocks out, you know, wins. And like, that's all a dribble, a skill of like, dribbling with my right hand, paying attention to whatever is going on with my left hand, picking up and then navigating all the people around me that are kind of coming and going amongst with everything else. Yeah. You know, so it's stuff like that. Then we played like floor is lava, which is the same thing where it's, you pair up, you have one basketball, you pair up, you pass and you run to a cone that's open, but now there's 10 other people on the court with you. So there's only supposed to be like 11 cones on the floor. So there's or 12 cones on the floor. And so there's very few options to go. So now you've got to practice passing accurately and we count their passes. Like it's stuff like that, where it's just, I'm trying to find a game to make it fun, to teach them the skills about how to make a proper chess pass, a bounce pass, how to make a pass when shit's kind of flying all around you. Cause that's what we struggle with, right? It's dribbling and yeah. passing. And then we do like a shooting drill. I mean, we do a few of them. We do like spelling bee, which is basically just, I brought it up. It was so funny. I was like, you guys know horse? It's kind of like that. And they're like, well, horse, you don't want to get letters. You don't want. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. Good call. At least one of you knows how to play horse. <laughs> and I was like, but this one, we want to get it right. So for every basket made, you get a lever, uh, letter. We're the Indiana fever. So we're like, all right, fever, five letters. Perfect. Let's go. First one to spell fever wins. So that's always exciting. But it, 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 at bare minimum, it's like, I want to infuse enjoyment in this. Because if we're getting fucking killed on the court, we got to have some fine, like some sort of reprieve to be like, all right, it's fun to do this. We might not be good, but like really focus on the like the little improvements. You know what I mean? And, yeah, do you feel uh, like some of like, I, like when you're going into it, did you feel like, you know, you're you're a competitive dude. We all know yeah. that. Like, listen to the podcast. You're, like, was there a part of you that just like, relinquish that or how did you come in with competitive person as you are and balance that with just like you know i'm coaching kids at the end of the day yeah well i i i definitely it was one of those things it was like i had to make a quick decision and i think it was pretty early on like based on the intensity of things it's like and seeing just kind of where everyone level like level was 
like because I had the coaches meeting and then segued straight into a practice like 45 minutes later we had practice yeah. that what following was the Sunday meeting like Really coach's meeting shit, was like, a little intense i was like sitting yeah. there because my other coach wasn't there and was going to miss that so i hadn't even met this other dad and so we had, really didn't have anything together so then i'm like all right so i was like on the fly i didn't even have they didn't he had the packet i didn't even have the packet so i was like learning the kids on the team's name plus trying to run them through drills that we were all doing as a big group and i was watching and i was like and i was kind of keeping an eye on the other side and i was like very quickly i was like all right this is a lot more. I knew it was in the coaches meeting. It was, we're talking some pretty intense stuff. I was like, but this is already like pretty intense and we're not here. So I was like, there's no sense in getting like fired up about them, not understanding like positions on the court. They're just, they're happy to bring the ball up if they can dribble the court. So it's like, and I've even had to struggle with, you know, a little bit on the other side too, is, is like, all right, well, we got to make sure that everyone like gets to inbound the ball at least once, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least touch the ball. Cause we have, cause the, the, you know, we have a couple of kids that are, are good on the team. And so it's like, if someone sits there and it's like, well, just pass it to so-and-so and it's like, then so-and-so just dribbles down and tries to shoot. Well, that's not fun. And they're right, trying, yeah. they, and the kids want to win. So I'm trying to like steer them away from that. So I really, I've really tried to steer my competitive nature less into the score and more into the development of things to sit there and say, like, my wins are watching, you know, little girl X who didn't know what the fuck was going on, like make a basket or dribble the ball past half court without like dribbling it off her foot. You know what I mean? And I will say this, like my daughter is like the least skilled out of all of them. And that really fucking like, you know, cause and Dr. Mr. The commissioner is like, well, I understand why you feel the way you feel because you're like the coach and like, like and not to be whatever, like she's half checked out on some place, dude. Like she's in her yeah. own fucking world. Like she's the kid in right field, like picking daisies. Like that's yeah. her mode a little bit. Um, but she's starting to pick up a little bit more, but like we had a practice and we were talking about like defensive stance and I'll use this with my daughter as a particular example, Kamishat. Like I talked about because I kept talking about like ball you man, right? You have to see see the ball, you and your man. And then I got corrected. We're girls. I was like, right, ball you person or ball you girl, right? Mm, see yeah. it, right? And then I was like, all right, well, you know a good trick that I learned when I was a kid was take your fingers and you make like guns, like point. I was like, but we probably can't do guns today. So let's call them laser beams. Correct. Yeah. I was like laser beams and track them. Right. So my laser beam tracks this and I point here and then I point over here to my person, to my, the, the girl that I'm defending. Right. And then I just want to keep moving and staying in between there. And for me then seeing that and then seeing Kamish at like come down the court who previously had been very disinterested a lot of times, put up her fingers and do the laser beams. Like that's my win. Like as a coach, that's the win. And it's like such a minuscule thing, but it makes me feel like, all right, they're trying, they're getting in. At least I'm, I'm able to communicate to them in a way. And it's particularly like meaningful because it is my daughter, but it is one of those things where it's like, yes, that's a win. Like we might get fucking run off the court tomorrow on Sunday, but I will hold on to that as like, 
that will make that will that will keep the pilot light lit a little bit for coaching and keeping them in there and, and doing stuff because that was like a special moment. I was super proud of her for doing it. And it's it's like such an insignificant thing. So to all the parents out there that would like are trying to mask that or like trying to you know keep that competitive nature and want to win, like it's just smaller victories. You know what I mean? Like that's really what you got to figure out. I'll leave you so much. I have to go punch a window. Like I'm so <laughs> charged up. Like I just have to get this out. Like I have to break something. The best. All right. Neapolitan showdown. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. Neapolitan showdown. That was Satis- a fucking thunderclap. Sorry, dude. Death. Yeah, we got into it. Deaths as uh, movie deaths as kids. I want to be like a little kid, right? You remember like it shake you up a little bit? I was kind of going back. There's a movie I watched. It'll obviously show up on here, but there's like a little nostalgic feeling of like remembering like you can kind of put one and one together about death and it's just like it happened too early. This is going to get sad. But it was just like trying to figure it out. It is a that. little sad. Do, do, do you kind of remember? It was different. It was different back then. And also, I feel like they played a little fast and loose with deaths in movies back then. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying not to give away the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hear what you're saying. No, no, no. Well, uh, I'll tell you the, I mean, there's fucking, we, we, you know, we have Disney Plus for the kids and like, we're like, oh, Turner and Hooch. This is a great fucking kids movie. It's, it's, three, it's yeah. Tom Hanks with a dog. Who won't love this? Right. I failed to remember <laughs> that the, <laughs> the only reason why dies. fucking Tom Hanks had the dog was because the, the fucking, the old dude on the port fucking got murked in, like got stabbed in the back. Just like, just yeah, like died. What I was is like, it? I don't remember this. Doesn't the, the dog dies. It's my number three. And that's what, like, Turner Hoots was number three, 1989. Tom Hanks, the dog dies at the end. And they get a puppy. Oh, shit, that's right. I don't even remember. Yeah. I blocked that out. That's right. Did they block it? I thought that they made puppies. Did they make puppies? Didn't yeah, they? but the kids, yeah, the, the dog's dead. The dog dies. In Turner I, again. I, just, I, just, <laughs> I forgot that part, too. <laughs> I'm glad it's number three and not number one. To know that. But, yeah, it's, I mean, that's on my list. Like, do you have oh, – we don't have to. We had a great – great mma parenting tip segment so we have to get like too dark but you know maybe the like does it come up like the dog dying or like people like the kids watching movie and they're just like hey what's up with death i mean this is a i'm giving you a bag of worms but it's just like (laughs) right they're like you have to lightly talk about it yeah i think you know i think yeah, you have to lightly talk about it. I mean, well, here's the thing: it was you know they were going to like Catholic school, so like they get they you know they're getting a little bit of understanding of like what death is and heaven okay. and all it's, that. It's not stuff. It's, so, it's not a talk like puberty. It's not like sit down, let's talk about death. Yeah, yeah no, d- definitely not. No, no, no. It's okay. it's slowly over time, right? And yeah, you know, maybe they see you know something dying, like maybe uh you know they squish an ant and like oh no, it's dead. You know, like you know what I mean? What's that mean? Well. It's not here anymore. You know what I mean? So you yeah. just kind of slowly go into it, right? I mean, I really loaded you up this week. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so I was just like dig deep in your soul. Uh, all right. Turn who's my number three. What's your number three? Uh, my number three, you know, when I thought kids, I was like, let's, 
I kind of like not like a youth. I didn't like wasn't like a toddler. I was thinking more like just when I was younger. Um, so I did have this might be a little I had Ricky from Boys in the Hood, which was in oh, this is like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like yeah. 13, 14, somewhere in there. Like if you remember Boys in the Hood, Ricky was like the all-American high school football player that was gonna get out of there. Like Ice Cube with his was his brother. He was like a gangbanger, and it was like Ricky was like, you know doing everything he could he had like a child in the way and it's like all right maybe the next great usc running back and then fucking got gunned down and just some bullshit and just i remember the scene of like Ricky! and then him like running and just getting killed and it's it's a sad scene because you're like holy shit like this kid had potentially you know like millions of dollars in in front of him and you know dies needlessly how early were you like watching like rated r movies Oh, I think, I mean, obviously, I mean, like, I mean, I think always... it was like, yeah, I think it, in my, like, I think it was like thumbs down, but I was still like, I don't watch this. And I'd be like, you know, nine watching Boys in the Hood. Or I remember being like, however the math makes sense, but I remember being like watching Pulp Fiction when it first came out, like, and like just buying that, like, with my parents not knowing and being like, this is a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing is, is too. We had, and I, it's insane because my parents would never, like, my parents were never the person to like, oh, we have cable and oh, we have HBO. Like, they had to have gotten HBO and some sort of like sweet deals, like a package yeah. of like. But we had we had HBO, and I remember watching lots of fucking shit on HBO late night, just like sneaking out of my room, turning yeah, on the TV. I'm like, what's up? What do we got? You know what I mean? So I saw a lot of like horror stuff, like Nightmare on Elm Street, like that stuff that's just like sits with you. <laughs> yeah, um, a lot. Um, so my number two is Friday. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, it's like one of those things where yeah, it's 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 fucking crazy. Like you see a lot of that, um, you know, as a as a kid, um, probably that you're not supposed to. Our kids won't have that. My kids. That is one thing we were talking, Mrs. Dr. And Mrs. The Commission. I were talking about like it was funny because Commission was like because well because of book club we were talking about like old video games, yeah. And she talked about on the Commodore sixty four this Barbie like dating game that she had, which is basically like she just had to get ready for a date, and she was like, "I just love it." So I found it on YouTube to show them what it was. We long story short, we started talking about like what if eight oh, Dr. Old- Mrs. The Commission had. Barbie, the Commod- game. Yeah. yeah, had a had a Commodore 64 with a Barbie game, which all you had to do is get ready for the date with Ken. That was the whole game. We were showing it. We found it on YouTube and showed them that. And they were like, what is this stuff? And we kind of like talked about like like not on demand. And and Michette was like, well, if, if mommy was there, like this is what I would tell her about and like would blow her mind. And then um, I just realized in this moment, I was like, well, the one thing is that our kids won't have is like, like we have parent controls on a lot of that stuff. So like they can't even go to like, they wouldn't even think to go onto like Netflix and like not select the kids thing. There's no like allure of like just turning oh, something right. on. Oh, right. There's no temptation. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's nothing. Because like, it's it's their lane. So it's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go to my lane. Like this is. Yeah. I'm going to find whatever I want to find. I'm not going to just yeah. randomly turn on HBO and see oh, right. like yeah. fucking somebody getting <laughs> killed or like titties out at 2 30 in the morning you know what i mean i'm yeah. just not gonna see that so much so much of that stuff was just happenstance that we came across 
Yes, yeah, right. You're right. Cause it was like, it was a little bit of the wild west. Like it wasn't quite set up. So it was just like, all right, like we're doing this adult thing and we're going to trust you to like wrangle in the kids, not do that. And you and I were too savvy for that. That's right. Cause we, I too figured it out. I too. You just watch Cinemax through the beep, 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 that yeah. snow screen. I don't know. Yeah, watch baby. It. I don't watch it. All right. Number two on my list backdraft. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell dies in that. And I remember being in the yep. theater. 1991 so that makes me nine i remember going to see it like uh with my parents or whatever and i remember just being like he's dead i remember like we because he had the uh the baldwin baldwin played his brother or whatever like because i think baldwin was, was it billy brother. william baldwin billy baldwin yeah, yeah i think it was and it was uh yes and kurt russell was the hot shot like older mm-hmm. brother awesome fireman and he died and i remember like i just remember bawling like legit bawling in theater <laughs> like just like <laughs> waterworks i was like i'm really sad right now is this what movies do because i might be out on movies yeah i'm done with this this (laughs) This is is too much yeah i I was here for a cool thing about fires and now (laughs) oh my god that's right we went to cool runnings last week and now we're doing this like (laughs) this is super inconsistent like what are we doing what are we doing here uh hilarious um my number two i don't know how much of a kid i was but I do, this did stick with me is like, there's lots of cartoons, you know, you've got Bambi and all the other stuff, yep. but Mufasa getting killed by his brother. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. What a fucking, what a head trip for a kid to watch. Not only like, cause Bambi, you know, like the deer gets shot and there's some other stuff like, well, I can't remember some of the other ones, but it, always like the mom dies or something dies in this stuff. But like this one, Mufasa, was like, there's a plot involved with Mufasa. Yeah, this like is a brutal a, like yeah. killing. Betrayal. Like, scar, yeah, Scar like gets him. You're like, all right, his brother's gonna save him. They're like, nope, his brother's gonna fucking throw him to the stampede. You know, yeah, and yeah. yeah, then tell you know the kid. Fuck, why can't, why can't I remember the kid's name? Man, Simba? I'm really getting old. Simba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you. God damn. I couldn't remember the running back. So I can't remember fucking Simba. What's wrong with me, B? Um, but yeah, you know, Scar then, then blames it on Simba and he goes and he's like, all right, well, I got to fucking cut out now. I can't be a lion anymore. Cause I'm a fucking bad kid. That's yeah. a, that's a hardcore. That is fucking plot line. It's a lot, line. A, a lot to lay yeah, at the feet. Disney of used to play fucking fast and loose. They're just like, here's life. And it's just like, man, I don't need all this shit. I'm trying to eat some popcorn. I'm yeah. Out here. All I'm trying to do is just be a mermaid to go and find my love. <laughs> now you're telling me I got to give my voice up too for this. Okay, let's, let's get Pinocchio going again. Oh, the drunk scene. Maybe not. All right. Yeah. Um, Top spot. You want to do a little, uh, you got any console? Um. Well, I, when I started making my list, I was like, these are all when I was older. Yeah, because I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't super specifically. Like we texted about it, but I just wanted to be like, it's death as, I just remember that moment, like the backdrop moment, like seeing death in movies as a kid, which kind of just rattled your cage a little bit. Yeah, there was a couple, there was one that stood out with me, but I wasn't a kid, but it definitely like has stuck with me. Do you remember... In Saving Private Ryan, remember Adam Goldberg, the or the or, or what's his name, Adam Goldman, Adam Goldberg, the one of the the characters, the the guy from Days and Confused. Or you didn't watch Days and Confused, correct? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, but you've seen it. But but he's he's basically in like hand to hand combat with a German soldier, and they're fighting and they're rolling around and like 
the German, he like pulls out a knife and the German soldier like rolls Goldberg onto his back and then gets control of the knife. That's like pushing and he's fighting and trying to hold it. Mm. And there's a moment right before he plunges the knife into Goldberg's chest where Adam Goldberg is like, no, 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 stop. Wait, no, stop, stop, stop. And it's just like, it stuck with me because I was like, oh my God, like it's in that moment where like, no, 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 like we don't have to do this. Like we don't like, please, like I'm, I'm pleading. And then into his chest. And I was like, and it's even more impactful because I forget, I forget saving Brian Ryan, but it's basically like the medic or like the kid that wasn't supposed to like, he wasn't really a, a fighter, but he was in with this troop. And then was like crying, trying to like go up and like, be brave in that moment it's just like he fucking he got killed like and then the german soldier like spoiler alert comes down like at the top <laughs> of the stair and there's like a real fucking like a moment of like oh shit is this guy gonna kill him too or are they gonna kill him and he sees that this kid is just shook as hell so he just like walks past him and it's just like so like oh it's just it's it's brutal it's a brutal scene in saving private ryan mm. yeah um <laughs> sorry so that bummed my number out. one <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what we're talking about my number one is my girl i went with uh yep, that's you know, my number Tom, one too yeah thomas oh good we're lying yeah, thomas uh, you uh thomas J. yeah there was mm-hmm. like the like i still say the bees like it's just like <laughs> it's just like i'm i love and it's just like kid acting and maybe we don't ask those for actors anymore but like they're pitching a thousand miles an hour like it's just macaulay calkin showing up like uh chomsky or whatever who's in veep now like and it's yeah, just Anna like chomsky yeah yeah kids doing just fucking great work and it's just, oh it's the glasses was it his glasses can't see without his glasses like yeah, it yeah. Just, he's hurting I mean, that, his face hurts yeah that that yeah. movie is just packaged about like oh this is death kids death yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey do you guys want to cry because we've got the perfect <laughs> vehicle for that there's no better kid actor than fucking macaulay Culkin. how cute was that fucking kid man yeah and they were they were just dialing and it's also like it's kids like they're dragging the movie like it's there it's on their fucking shoulders like they're yeah, doing yeah, yeah. the movie like it's all about like her running around town like and i remember hearing like a what was it um womanizer for the first time i have to google in that because like dan Aykroyd's brother or whatever is like and then like the bingo scene i mean it's just it's it's a good hang. It's a tough hang, but it's, it's a great hang. Yeah, yeah, it is a tough hang. Why did you pick this category, by the way? What 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 prompted sure. this? I didn't even ask. No, I th- I think I was supposed to remember. Like, I think I was thinking about my. I was thinking about my girl, and I was just like, I was I was like, I remember trying to like, and I was just like, oh, is that fucked up? Like, should I've seen that? Like, should have done that? Like, is it that early? Like, because it's kind of packaged for kids, but I still I think it's. My guess would be it's PG. So it's just like back in the day when you just like kids were watching Death and Movie. And I just, I don't think you have it anymore. I don't think yeah, it's like. Turn, turn and Hooch, Hooch is PG. It is not yeah. a PG movie. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. It was like, if it comes to the conversation afterwards, it's not. Be, it should be PG conversation. PGC. It's just like, you're going to have to talk. <laughs> like you can't. PGC. Like... <laughs> That's hilarious. Um. Yeah, uh, it is. It, it is. It is one of those things where it's like, and I don't know. Like, I don't remember having like tons of conversations. Do you think like the eighties and nineties were just like parenting was by and large was just like, eh, just ignore I th- it? I, no, I, I think you had a. I think you had a great point. 
like because because i think like the earlier like the 60s 70s were just like whatever we have kids and eventually they'll be of age and then like i think the 80s 90s got a little muddled where it's just like here's adult shit but it became accessible to kids and i think like your thing and then it's just like i think it was because the advent of pg-13 it was honestly what it hurt is just like because you you were worried about ticket sales for our movies so you made pg-13 and your parents could like buy your tickets for it to make more family not family friendly but family accessible movies where you'd be like all right now we can go in so it's like you know that time period created like a whole like genre of rating for you to be able to like bring your kids in because parents want like the adults still want to go to movies and they're like fuck it we go to like pg-13 yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Or they're like, we want you out of your hair. We'll see you for two hours. Like, buy Absolutely. the ticket. Oh, go my God. The number of times I've been put in, like, uh, yeah, we, and we'll see it for another pod. But I have two wild stories. It's like, there is the I'll drop you out of a PG 13 movie and we'll come pick you up afterwards. And there is the like, my parents bring me into like Beverly Hills Cop, like sitting at age like eight. I don't know if the math checks out, but it's like seven or eight and I'm in, I'm watching Beverly Hills cop, like eating popcorn that we smuggled in, try to keep my mouth shut. All right. MVPs yeah. of the week. You know what? I had, I had Yankees advance on this cause I went, but I'm changing my MVP. My MVP is you bro. Cause it's like, Oh, thanks bro. Fuck you. Like the layup line happens. However, the high five, it just, it is whatever we want it to be. It's kids high five and shaking hands. Be on right. the right side, it can happen. You want to crown court. his ass? Crown his ass. <laughs> Got his ass. I just like you're my dog. You're my dog for going that Thanks, shit. Dude. And obviously keeping your shit together because it would be a different story if you didn't. But someone walking up, <laughs> right? It might after, make local like, news after after trying to like inspire kids. Crazy to play dad assaults a woman overhand high five, and line. then being like, "We need a high five, high five over here." It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, appreciate that, brother. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep it on the the personal touch. I'm gonna go with Young Miss 2.0. She uh, she just had surgery on Thursday. She had an uh, all good. Everyone's fine. Uh, it was scheduled or oral surgery, I should say, and then maybe that softens a little bit. She had four teeth remaining. So I don't know if you know. Do you remember that Commission uh, 2.0 had an extra tooth? I didn't know. And, that, no. Yeah, she had an extra tooth that grew in and. The dentist was like, ah, well, sometimes it happens. They'll just get an extra tooth. And then they're like, oh, well, we did the x-ray, and we can see an extra adult tooth coming through. So she got two taken out here, the ad- adult extra tooth, like, way up in there that they could see kind of already forming. And then they took a fourth one out just for to, like, make space out of that. So like a fucking boss, dude, she came home. She yeah. took a little Tylenol and Motrin. And then on Friday, like, a few hours later was outside playing dr mrs commission's like she seems fine this is a little weird she's fucking champed it dude she's tough stuff man all the oh, way through so I, yeah when i saw her run up to the top of that like was it a plastic dinosaur i knew there was something there's something there some she's next hair. level that's good that's good <laughs> right um all right i love you buddy it may be podcast episode 239 i am brandon why don't you sign yourself off most awesome audience if you're wanting your kids to um listen to this podcast or any of our podcasts just make sure you understand that this podcast is rated hp for hot pod
Fame. She likes fashion. Oh. 